0: But we're here for a real education. Dee de- 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 de. Welcome to a real education. I'm your host, Tim Wick. I am joined as always by my co-host, Movie M. Phibian Melissa Kersher. Oh, oh dear. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and what
1: are we, doing?
0: we, are, what we, we are, are we doing, Tim? <laughs> <laughs> We are also joined by uh, by our semi-regular movie cleaning lady, Barb Lind.
2: I'm back.
0: She's back. So welcome back, Barb. Uh, you are here for what is an annual tradition, which is uh, we watch the Oscar-winning film for Best Picture. Excellent. So that is is The Shape of Water. The Shape of Water won the 2018 Oscar for Best Picture. Barb, tell us what you know about The Shape of Water.
2: Uh, water technically doesn't have a shape unless it's frozen, and then... Um, never mind. Uh, you're <laughs> talking about the movie. Oh, the movie. <laughs> yeah. The
0: Shape of Water.
2: So, um, my girl Octavia Spencer's in it. I know that much.
0: Mm, okay.
2: Um so now here's my question, because, and this is what I want to have answered. We
0: may or may not answer this question before you watch the movie.
2: Well, I'm, 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 uh, maybe you can. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, the, the, the thing, the creature, the fish dude, I don't know what you want to call it. In, I've seen some previews, but I don't really know much past that. Um, the creature in the movie
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, seems to have some striking similarities to a Previous aquatic creature Na- in the Del Toro uh, universe, specifically. Well, yes. Abe Sapien.
0: It's specifically okay. Abe Sapien.
1: Mm-hmm. So, I, in, including it's the same guy in the
2: suit. It is.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes. I love
2: him. Man too. in suit.
1: Man in suit. <laughs> and 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 previously before that, the creature from the Black
0: Lagoon. Yes. It so formed. it's your, are you asking? Is there a connection between this film and the Hellboy films?
2: Well, right. So is this. An origin story of Ape Sapient? Is this maybe just part of his, like, what he did in the 1850s, 1950s, whenever it was? Or is this just another creature that just sort of looks like him? This and... is
0: not connected to the Hellboy universe, so far as we know. That's going to be my answer on e- that.
2: Except it's the same
0: guy in the suit. Right. Except it's, yeah, the same guy in the suit, directed by the same director, but right. it is not the same amphibious creature.
2: So it's not
1: Abe Sapien. It, it is, is not, not
0: Abe Sapien.
1: Because Abe Sapien talks in that lovely, lovely voice of uh, yeah. of Niles from Frasier. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I can never... David read. Hyde Pierce. David
0: Hyde David Pierce. David Hyde Pierce, yeah. <laughs> and, and... Um, he was apparently not available for this movie. No, that's no, not why. No. That's not why. It's, uh, we don't know why. But, well, I mean, I think we know why. And we'll probably talk about it later. I don't think it's spoilery to say that this is not... This Abe film Sapien. has nothing to do with Hellboy.
2: Well, I mean, I didn't expect it to have anything to do with Hellboy, but I was like...
0: like well, oh, but if it's Abe so Sapien, then it does have something to do with Hellboy.
2: Well, Hellboy is Hellboy, and Abe Sapien
0: is Abe Sapien. He's well, Abe Sapien is part yeah. of the Hellboy universe. Yes, yes, it is not in the Hellboy universe. Right, It exists I, not there.
1: I will, I will say that, yes, both... Both of the movies were directed by the same person, and the the influences came from the same source. Um, right. design for Fishman, which is Creature from the Black Lagoon. And uh, Guillermo del Toro, as we have recently seen here in the Minneapolis area, is obsessed yes. with monsters, and he loves monsters. And he put together a huge touring art show of his personal art collection, dedicated to... Two monsters I and fantastic. To
2: see
1: that, and it, was awesome. it was amazing. It was wonderful. Uh, so for anybody out yeah. there
2: that didn't go see it, uh, you missed out. And if it's ever in your city, go see it again because
1: it's great. It's great. I, it, it went was... to a third, the third city after this one. I can't remember which one it was. the uh, The exhibit was put together by three different
0: museums,
1: mm-hmm. and so I think ours was the middle stop.
0: Right. It yeah. was. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't know what I'm talking about. This. I just know that we had uh, yeah. a, a Guillermo del Toro yeah. exhibit here.
2: Mm-hmm. So that's all I know. And apparently, I'm wrong and a little bit heartbroken since it's not anything to do with Ape Sapien because I like Ape Sapiens, So that's all
0: I know. Well, about you may or may the, not be heartbroken more. once you watch the film, though. Mm-hmm. It's true. So we're we're gonna talk about the film more once we watch it. What we you need to know. I mean, obviously we have we have let go let let go with the fact that it was uh made by Guillermo del Toro. I mm-hmm. guess the the cat's out of the bag there. So if you didn't know mm-hmm. that before you watch the movie, dear listeners, sorry, spoiler, kind of, not really. Um, would,
1: no Oscar winning director, yeah.
0: Guillermo del Toro. Oscar winning director, Guillermo del Toro. So is that how you
2: yeah. need to refer to him going forward for the rest of his life?
0: Pretty yes. much. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much true. So we'll talk about the movie more once we uh, watch it, which we are going to go do now, and you should as well. uh, uh, Watch the Oscar-winning Shape of Water. We'll be back. And we are back. Much water has been shaped. Uh, <laughs> and spilled
1: out <laughs> and over a theater. And spilled
0: out over a the theater.
1: And rained out of the sky. Uh, filled with green stuff.
0: Most cats were safe, but not all. Not all. I mean, like uh,
2: three out of the four, I think. Yes, yeah. you know. Uh,
0: so, uh, and, and we are going to talk about the shape of water. Of course, first, Barb must tell us, being <sighs> the new viewer, to tell us what she thinks of 2018 Academy Awards winner for best picture the shape of water
2: it was amazing you can't see me but i have a giant stupid grin on my face because i'm like like i just keep going uh it was so good i liked it in the ending uh and like it makes so much sense and (laughs) uh yes there's a lot of uh going on in my brain right now um all right, so, like, let's start at the ending and work our way back, because why not? that's
0: what we just watched, exactly. to be fair.
2: Precisely. Um When she, like, is underwater and, like, comes back to life, and you see, like, the gills, I was just like, it all makes sense, because she was found by the river, and, of course, if, like, you're a nun, because that's who found her, um, and you saw, like, Three things on the side of somebody's neck—you're gonna be like, "Oh, that needs to be taken care of and stitched up." So, like in my mind, she was always meant to like meet him and be together because they can both be under the water and stuff. So that's what I'm telling myself because I want that to be true because I'm hopeless romantic and I want, I'm, yeah. I'm
1: pretty sure that's exactly yeah. the
2: way. Del Toro I, I, do not, think so. I do not. I do so, not
0: believe that your interpretation was yeah. one he did. He he failed to anticipate.
2: Right. Yeah. <laughs> But, like, so, like, that just made me ridiculously happy because I was like, yay! Um, Yeah, so, and, like, oh, God, Michael Shannon. Like, I mean, he is such a good bad guy. Oh, my God. You know, he's, like, like the the quintessential just love to hate him in everything that he does. And he just makes it so easy in this movie to just be like, God.
1: Damn you! <laughs> <laughs> and Richard Jenkins hops up and smacks him in the face
2: with the. A- oh yes, the exact words out of my mouth were yes. I vouch you to that too.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was there. I, I, was I saw so that happen. Happy.
2: I was like, "That's right. That's what you get for being a jerk." <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's what that's, that's what jerks worse. get. They get they get two by fours in the face from Richard Jenkins. Yep. Yeah, jerks no. get that's what happens.
2: Yes. That's why you don't want to be a jerk. Jerks listening to
0: this podcast. Richard Jenkins is out there and he has a two by four with your name on it. You've been warned. Smack right in the face.
2: (laughs) (sighs) I mean, like there are some ridiculous moments, obviously, like when she's putting the bath towels to to keep the water in because when they're having sex in the water and everything, it's like, really? Like, that's not going to do anything because it's just going to soak up the water and keep leaking out. I don't know. I am. Extremely impressed by the water pressure that she had in her house because, like, all she had to do was turn the tub and her kitchen sink or her bathroom sink on and that whole thing filled up
1: very quickly. Having had to fill up a 400-gallon aquarium with uh, water (laughs) pressure from the city takes a while. It takes a uh-huh. long time. I mean, you'd,
0: it'd take a they, long time to get
1: around to having sex. With
0: they them. were yes. perhaps having sex for a very long time.
1: Them, and that's fun. Yeah. Like, and
0: that's maybe fine. about eight hours or longer, perhaps.
2: You, think they
0: really, actually, they probably, from the, the somebody, you'd think the theater would have knocked on the door before that happened. <laughs> there
2: but, but were they, they, only four <clears throat> paying
0: customers. But, but I think we also need to observe that we are talking about a story about a fish man so fi-
2: fish man god let's be honest
0: yeah so you know. if we're gonna get really picky about the laws of physics in bathroom water sex uh we might have to get picky about the fishman thing so she would
2: have had to have a lot more salt in that water the, yes. oh yeah the, there the, the, was no salt that we saw the whole entire like hat box thing full of the green stuff was still like lid on so that Whole like make sure he gets a new one of these every day or whatever was out the window. Every three days, every three days. Every
0: three days. She did buy salt. There was a scene where we saw That's them true. removing yeah, many, 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 many new containers of salt from a bag.
1: put salt into that 400 gallon tank. <laughs> I can tell you that was not enough salt. That said, they did say they captured him in the Amazon River Basin, which is not salt water. Mm-hmm. I do, Although I, it does fluctuate in salinity a bit. It does go brackish, depending on where you are. There's some Still. certain
0: amount of salinity, but not a lot. No. But again, but, mm, we are talking about a movie where one of the main characters is a fish man, and our objections seem to be the amount of salt in the bathtub, which perhaps... A,
1: a fish man that can cure baldness. A yes.
0: fish man that can cure <laughs> baldness. I and think, I think we, might, we might have to presume this is something of a, what shall we say, fable-
1: fantasy, Fable, fantasy. It's, a, it's a romantic fantasy
0: yes yeah i mean you have to like the fact that this this is a genre film mm-hmm. there's no question about it and and it's rare for genre films to win anything at the oscars aside from best special effects and mm-hmm. this one won best picture mm-hmm. which is impressive yes to say the very least and it
2: is definitely my genre it's also a loved musical. it Oh my god! I was so excited when like she sort of starts singing and it like fades to black and white and then like like the pull out and she's it's like the super like old school fifties like she has the band in the background and everything and I was just like, hey, ha, fish man, uh, and, and you know Doug Jones is surprisingly light on his feet and uh, so in, yes, in a three-hour makeup done.
0: job, that's pretty impressive. Yes,
2: yes. yes. And, well,
1: not terribly surprising, though. Doug Jones is uh, trained in mime and all manner of movement. Because Thank that, goodness, that's since traumatic. he never
0: actually gets to talk. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> I mean, you know, most of his notable roles have been under many, many layers of makeup. So he uh-huh. has to
0: be He didn't up. even get to talk as Abe Sapien. They hired somebody else to do his talking. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although he did talk uh, as the faun in Pan's Labyrinth. He did. In, mm-hmm. in archaic. Spanish.
0: So good for him.
1: Yeah. He can talk her KX Spanish.
0: So there you go.
1: <laughs> but he, he was trained in mime, which should uh, surprise absolutely no one.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. We haven't. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, this is uh, Guillermo del Toro now has an Oscar, whoa,
1: whoa. which mm-hmm.
0: is, is kind of impressive. Once again, this is a director who works almost exclusively in. In genre, in science fiction, mm-hmm. fantasy, horror.
1: Because he loves it. And he's so good at it, yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, if you've... Uh, his... There, there's such a difference, usually, between his American-made films and his Spanish-language ones. I mean, his American-made films are much... Usually, like, until this one, much more, you know, popular genre. And, mm-hmm. you know... It's, Well, mimic less said about mimic the better, but. Uh, you know, like Pacific Pacific Rim is big and fun, and Hellboy is big and yeah. fun, and Hellboy 2 is big and fun and really pretty, and you know, so on and so forth. And then you get like Pan's Labyrinth, which is just this lush, magical, terrifying, mm. wonderful movie. And Devil's Backbone and Kronos are not far behind that. And they're they're very different, but in all of them, he's just absolutely in love with genre and monsters and creatures, and he just, he loves them. And and this is a movie kind of that allows him to romanticize that. Yes. You know, he has this wonderful gift in being able to work with Doug Jones over and over again, and this was like a, a little package given to Doug Jones. It's like, here, let's have you be a romantic lead, as a fishman, <laughs> <laughs>
2: we're, we're gonna give you. Some I do I
0: want to read that email, dear Doug. <laughs> dear
1: Doug, how about we make you a romantic lead as a fishman? Also and, a fishman. Yes, also a fishman. Yeah. I, I remember,
0: um, but it's I, Guillermo del Toro, so you probably used the word "fuck" at least once in the email.
1: Uh-huh. Oh God, that man can swear like nobody <laughs> else. Okay, so uh, th- there was this. I, I, I believe this was at San Diego Comic-Con when they were rolling out the, um, the designs for Abe Sapien when the first Hellboy was about to come out. And they brought out a maquette of Abe Sapien out in front of Guillermo del Toro. And del Toro was like, tears in his eyes, he's like, he is so beautiful. He is just look at him. He's gorgeous. I am fat and ugly, and he just he just waxing rhapsodic about Abe Sapien. So you know, this is a guy who who you know grew up loving monsters and mm-hmm. particularly Creature from the Black Lagoon.
0: And this is he loves his fishmen. Yeah, yes. he
1: loves his fishmen among other things. And uh, yeah, this is a love letter to that, oh. as well as just being a love letter. Yeah, <laughs> and very pretty.
0: It's it is. It's a beautiful film, and it did yes. win uh, Art Direction it Oscar uh, in the the design of the film. It's it's the it's wait, fascinating. Wait, 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 no, I not it? it.
1: No, I don't think it did. It, it won, won
0: some. It won.
1: It won Best Director. Okay, Best Score for uh-huh. Alexander Desplat, and oh. Best Picture.
0: Oh well, I could have sworn. All it right. may have. Now I, I got to go I look was, it up. I was
1: on a plane back from Argentina during the Oscars this year, so I.
0: Still yeah, and it. that's why Pat managed to win the Oscar pool this year. That I wasn't here. Yeah, <laughs> Pat and I were one I and two. To,
1: I need to return.
0: Yeah, because <sighs> you've got to reclaim your I need your to crown. My yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna keep looking. You keep talking about the movie. I'm yeah, looking this up because I could have sworn it won Art Direction, but I, I I could be wrong. So that's why I need to look it up.
2: So one of the things that I. I enjoyed, but I did not anticipate, obviously, because I didn't really know kind of everything that was going on. Mm-hmm. The whole like German subplot that was happening with Bob slash Dimitri and I the, love the Russians. Yes. The, yeah. And how like th- like his whole entire like thing where he was he was Bob, but then he's actually Dmitri and it's oh yeah, no, if you can't stall him then kill him and um I I really enjoyed having those little kind of aspects, especially when he really kind of stepped up to the plate and was like, I see what you're doing. I keep seeing you. I know what you're doing. So let's, let's do this. And let's get him out of here. Yeah. Um, and, like, I'll admit I kind of wish that he wouldn't have been killed at the end. But, mm-hmm. I mean... So, you know, somebody's got to die Kami's
0: always got to die Kami's got to die Kami's got to die tommy has got to die <laughs> By the way, uh, it won four Oscars One of which was Best Achievement in Production Design okay. Which used to I be was... art design But now they call it Production, Production design. design Fair, but, right. uh, Fair. See, I, know, I, was, I was like, dang, I could have sworn they did okay. all right.
1: I, I have been told <laughs> So, um, the thing that fascinates me about this movie is also all the parallels it draws between you know, green is the future and you know the, the the overt color coding, but also the the relentless drive towards the future. But you know, everybody's supposed to be striving for this brave new world, and yet there's all this shitty crap that is happening because of mm-hmm. the the world that they're living in the 1960s you know you have a gay man who is being <sighs> shunned for sexuality you have a mute woman who is uh you know j- simply just cleaning woman and you have um the the communist who is you know he's a spy but also you know he he simply wants to be a man of science but he's also being used as a political tool, and um, you know the, the the something rotten in state of Denmark sort of thing. Yeah, all the undercurrent of the future yep. is really terrible. We
0: <laughs> should also point out there's a black woman regularly yes treated yes. with yes. tremendous disdain. Oh yeah, uh, or or in in
1: I knew they're it was all, missing. There are
0: all yeah. sorts of not at all subtle racist. Comments and actions that are all the more remarkable for the fact that nobody engaging in them believes for a moment that what they're doing is racist or inappropriate. Yeah. You know, and Octavia Spencer is so good because she clearly knows that it's racist. She clearly registers it, you know, but also understands that she can basically do nothing Mm -hmm. other than simply accept Mm -hmm. that that's what she's stuck with or
1: um, you know work against it in her own
0: in small, her own subtle, subtle, subtle ways yeah mm-hmm. but that's all she has is subtle yeah. ways yeah so i i actually enjoy um because I, it's uh it is a early 60s late 50s Setting that is both realistic and fantasy at yeah. the same uh-huh. time. There is, there is something about it that's a little too real about the the government facility that they're in and yeah. and things like that that just feels kind of off. Like it's not quite the time period that we. know that time period to be?
1: Well, there's such an exaggeration of the, I think it's technically set in Baltimore in 1962, Uh but there's an exaggeration of what the late 50s, Early 60s were because you see that key lime pie, and that is like a key lime
2: that, pie I've never seen. Before. That was and a that fluorescent green. I was looking at that because I love me some key lime pie, and I was just like, I would what? never
0: eat that key lime pie. Yeah, Are you
2: was eating? I, stuff, I, I I was slightly terrified. Key
0: lime pie is yellow,
2: uh, yep, <laughs> yes, just, or slightly green, but not yellow. Fluorescent.
0: I mean, it has a little it's tint of a green a to it.
2: No,
1: yeah, yeah, that was, I mean,
0: just,
2: sure looked shiny
1: and pretty, but. You know, clearly was disgusting as, disgusting as uh, the
2: characters. I wonder if that's you know sort of like an allegory for the dude who was slinging the pie. <gasps> what? He looked all pretty and he was a jerk. Yeah. He's yeah. the next one that's getting a two by four to the face.
0: Two by four to the face. Now that <laughs> Richard, Richard Jenkins get him all. Now that Richard Jenkins has had a taste for two by fours to the face, he's not looking back.
1: <laughs> well I would say that Michael Shannon got a taste of that board he and did oh
0: <laughs> he's gonna be pulling uh. slivers out of that oh wait he's that's not a problem no. no he's not gonna have any worries about the slivers in his face at this point.
1: Well, he lost two really gangrene that oh okay, the, the the fingers. Because gear model the
2: TV like right? Are they? I'm just to going. That? I'm just going. All right, husband, you better find that because she's leaving. Yeah. And I was like, you've got maybe twelve hours before you start going. What is that funk?
0: Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure it smells now. No, right. Mean, well, another character was commenting. I think that's your fingers.
2: <laughs> trapped in a car with the window rolled down as it's raining. You don't look well. I think those
1: are your fingers that smell. Oh my god. <gasps> And you're gonna take my car, mm. jerk. Jerk.
0: Yeah, he's not. He's not a nice man. <laughs> not a nice the fr- man. The first
1: time I watched this, uh, the how overt that villain was really bothered me. It's like every time Michael Shannon walked on screen, I was like, can you just give me a reason for you being that much of a jerk? Uh-huh. But. But the thing is, it, it it bothered me less this time around just because it's, like, it's Michael Shannon just being allowed to choose scenery as much as possible. <laughs> and
2: I can get behind that. I was almost – like, because you get this small glimpse into his family life. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was almost anticipating, like, oh, they're going to show us, like, the other side of him. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no. No, he's he's still kind of a jerk to his kid who's all excited, we're, you know, do you think we're going to have jetpacks in the future because we're doing a time capsule and blah, blah, blah. And then mm-hmm. with his wife, when... Yeah, that was creepy. Yeah, and she was like, oh, you're bleeding. And he was just cover her mouth up and was going to town on her. I was just like, Ugh, yeah, okay, see, you're just not.
1: <clears throat> well, maybe he was the embodiment of the future.
0: <gasps> the future. The future is this man. Ew. Gross. Yeah. Ick. Gross. Ick. <laughs> um, You know, and I, uh, my personal thought, I, and I st- this is my second time watching the film, and I, I very much like it, but I don't love it. Um, because...
1: I have issues with it. Too.
0: In the first five minutes of the film, I knew basically every beat that I was going to see. Um, it's a romance. And it's a ro- but it's a romance, and it, there, there there was that that was part of it. It was just like okay, I know what's going on. I know when we talk about a monster, I know who the monster is, and it's not the creature in the tank, mm-hmm. uh, and all all these things that I felt like it, it wasn't bad. It wasn't like this is a badly done version of this story. It's a very well done version of the story. I think it's super pretty. I love looking at the film, oh. but I still was kind of like meh, and and I still am. I I, I don't I don't. I, I I did not fall in love with the movie, as some others have, and and it's completely appropriate for people to love the movie, but it just never really hooked me.
1: And I've I've seen some other people just be outright really aghast at the movie, just be, primarily from like the American Sign Language communities,
0: yep, and
1: uh, disabled communities. Where first of all, let's let's just say lead character is disabled and talking in sign language. That's amazing. Uh-huh. That's just amazing. Yeah. And and that just is a character trait of hers. It's not a movie about being mute. It's a woman who happens to be mute, and she's the lead of this story, which is great. Uh, but the sign language she's using is... it's a, it, it's It's a mishmash of, like, 60s period sign language and made-up stuff. Uh, so, ASL people are pretty much angry about that. Yeah.
0: Pretty much pissed at this because, film.
1: oh my God, how easy would that have been to get right? But, yeah, I think the, I, I read a um, interview with Sally Hawkins about how she worked on the character and the, the reasoning was actually that they were using period sing, sign language and her backstory was she wasn't She wasn't deaf. She wasn't properly trained to speak sign language. She was probably learning what she could from a book and then making up the rest. So, eh, still, I mean, that seems overly layered for, you know, just do it in 60s sign language and just be done with it. Yeah. And then you'd have thrilled deaf people, you know, Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) as opposed Uh, to almost thrilling them by portraying somebody who speaks in sign language, but then having them speak in sign language that deaf people can't understand.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and also if there's something of a sense of two disabled people belong together or, you know, two people who cannot talk, they, well, they're the ones who belong together. You know, they, it's, there's something iffy about that as Which, well.
0: Which, you know, you can yeah. understand that, even though it turns out that they're both fish people, and yeah. that seems right. fair, that the fish mm-hmm. people belong together.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, you don't know that. Right. Um, yeah. Right. You know, and, and, and I can point to many things I like. I think I love Richard Jenkins pretty much Richard in anything. Jenkins. Yes. Richard uh, Jenkins I
1: love anytime time he shows up on film. Yep. I adore Richard Jenkins. I think he's one of the most underloved actors of this generation. I think he's fantastic.
0: Yeah, this was like he was nominated for an Oscar this year. It was like his second nomination for an Oscar. His first one was just a couple of years ago. And it was for the visitor, wasn't it? I think so. And he was, I mean, or in no, his I'm, I'm, maybe. No. Well anyway, he was yeah, in his It was for the visitor. He was in his sixties the first time he got nominated. I mean <laughs> he's been acting for years and years and yeah. years and only recently has gotten noticed mm-hmm. for being as good as he has been for years and years and years. We, so, we
1: need to watch Cabin in the Woods for this podcast. Cabin
0: in the Woods. <laughs> Speaking of Richard Jenkins. We can't talk about also, anything.
1: Also, Bone Tomahawk is fantastic.
0: <laughs>
1: Dear people who like both westerns and horror movies, watch Bone Tomahawk. Bone. Just saying.
0: Horror Western.
1: Horror Western.
0: With bones and tomahawks. And Richard
1: Jenkins channeling the spirit of Walter Brennan.
0: Richard Jenkins. Yes. I'm Richard Jenkins. No you're not. No. You no a two
2: four. I was no. met on bones. I was kind of interested in tomahawks, but then you got me at
0: Richard Jenkins. So Yeah. 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 It's see?
1: it's really good. It's really good. Uh, so yeah, um let's see what else.
0: Do you have things to share, Melissa? I know, I've got other things I, to share. There's things there. that you should share. Um
1: it, the state of things for black actresses in Hollywood can probably be stated in this. Octavia Spencer was, you know, of course, nominated this year as uh, Best Supporting Actress. And this is the first time a black woman has ever been nominated for an Oscar after she has already won one.
0: The first time uh, an af- uh, a person of color. A person right? of
1: color. Black woman. Black yeah. actress, yeah.
0: But isn't not it isn't it... Okay... Isn't it she, the second she, she, time? Because wasn't she nominated for Hidden Figures as well?
1: Yeah, and she won.
0: W- she like, won she for the won help.
1: For the help.
0: I thought she was she nominated was, for Hidden Figures, but maybe not. Wait, there were wait, a lot no, of people. No, no, no.
1: Wait, the help. Wait.
0: Let's look it up.
1: Yeah. It, so.
0: Keep going with your trivia. Two nominations one win. <laughs> You, what what you said is not incorrect. I think. Mm-hmm. I just think this yeah. may be the second time she's been nominated for an be, Oscar since she won.
1: Mm-hmm. So let's see. Uh, also, <laughs> another thing about the uh, the plight of black actresses: Octavia Spencer has played a nurse sixteen times. Oh. <laughs> So let's, and, and here she's a cleaning woman.
0: But not in Hidden Figures, which she was nominated for was Best Man. Actress in a Supporting Role. Mm-hmm. But we will note that Octavia Spencer has been nominated for an Oscar three times with one win, always for Best Performance by an Actress in a Supporting Role. Mm-hmm. In two of those three films, she played a maid. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <laughs> in a period film. <laughs> In the other one, she played a mathematician mathematician Mm -hmm. in a period film. In a period film. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not saying we haven't come a long way, uh, but I am saying that there may be a further distance Uh, we can travel, perhaps.
2: There is still a very long road to... uh, Yeah. Yeah. But how great is Octavia Spencer? Oh God, I love her. <laughs> right? I will literally watch anything that she's in. Oh, I don't she, care.
1: She's such an, she she's such an effortless performer. Yes. You know, one of one of those people who just steps into a role and you just can't take your eyes off of her, and mm-hmm. it seems like she just lives in it. It's great.
2: I love her. I did kind of giggle when um, Michael Shannon at one point in time is. Why is, am I interviewing the help? Yes, I was just like. <laughs> Okay. you interview interviewing the help because the help is awesome and shut up, you jerk! Also,
0: she won an Oscar for the help. Ha 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 ha! Reference. Ha ha ha. Also, uh,
1: Sally Hawkins is a fantastic actress.
2: I think. Yes. Um, Has she done much? I, d-
1: I can't remember seeing her. She's a British actress that came from the stage. And okay.
0: Well, of course, she, they, she came from the stage. All British actors All come from the British. stage. I
1: mean, she was in Blue Jasmine. That's probably her highest profile thing. She was also in a movie called, was it Happy-Go-Lucky?
0: She was in Paddington. She was in, and in Paddington 2. Oh,
1: yeah. really? Yeah. 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 Nice. And I believe in Paddington, there's also a scene where she fills up a bathroom with water, if I
0: remember right. That's her thing. <laughs>
2: that's her thing. That's her
0: That's her, si- that's her I, signature. I, I'm
2: going to be honest. If like that was my thing as an actress, is every single movie I'm in, I need to fill up a room with water, I would be totally okay. I, I'd be good with that. Yeah. So apparently um, this
1: that role was written with her in mind and there was really nobody else that Guillermo del Toro wanted for the role. And he pitched it to her in 2014 after the golden globes or something like that. And he was totally drunk. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) I would love to know how that conversation went. Me too. Because as he, as he noted after that conversation, it's like, this isn't a film that would make me seem less drunk. (laughs) after that pitch but i i think she's so fantastic in the role um she has this is a character that has sexuality Mm -hmm. and you know a a disabled character that's portrayed as having sexuality and you know a healthy attitude towards sex until well uh, fish man
0: but Uh, it's still healthy it's still
1: healthy yeah Yeah, i mean it it winds up being it's not
0: even interspecies sex right right
1: Right. I, not that there's not
0: that there's a problem with the interspecies sex. I think we need to be wait, clear. Wait, wait,
1: wait, wait. <laughs> okay, okay, okay,
0: fine. Between two I, intelligent uh, species, this is like, intelligent the, species. The, yeah. <laughs> that,
2: that, and consenting species. Yeah, right. Two, two consenting yes. species. Con- consent is sexy. <laughs>
0: sexy. Yeah.
2: No matter very what sexy. species you are. Yeah. <laughs> If you can oh consent, god. oh god,
0: <laughs> it was consensual interspecies sex, and I think we have to say that that's fine, even though it ended up that it wasn't, it wasn't interspecies it sex, was, but it, it, was was, it was it fine. was consensual. <laughs> anyway.
2: I feel like that could be a whole different seven-hour-long conversation about sex. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: But but anyway, you've got she's she's wonderful in the role. Even just just as her presence, she's not like classically Hollywood beautiful. Uh Like who would normally be cast in the lead of a romantic film? She has this wonderful luminosity to her, and and she's pretty in her own way. But she doesn't have that Hollywood look. Yeah, she doesn't have that polish to her. Uh But. Her performance is lovely, and just, I love watching her, too.
2: Oh, she's, yes, like, her little subtleties were just like the little bit of a smirk, a little bit of a side-eye. It was just like, I just want to watch you forever. (laughs) Just (laughs) keep doing it. Yeah. And Michael Shannon being evil. Jerk.
1: Love watching watching him, though. He was evil.
0: You know, you get the feeling that he does, I mean, Again, he's, he's super evil, but what what he does effectively with this character is, as we as you know, you often talk about, we're all heroes of our own story, oh and yeah. he is very much the hero of his own story. So oh as God. as yes. as sleazy and horrible as he is, he believes he is doing right, uh-huh. and you you. That, that's what makes an effective villain is that he believes he's doing right. He does not believe that he's not an evil laugh villain mm-hmm. where he's, he's reveling in his own nastiness. He absolutely thinks that what he is doing is what needs to be done for the good of humanity. Yeah. He is 100% wrong and his actions are 100% despicable, but there's never a moment where, he recognizes that and that i think makes him more effective as a villain no matter how much scene chewing he does no matter how horrible he may seem no matter how even over the top at times that character is the fact that he is very much convinced of his own uh of of his own righteousness is a good good character trait for him uh-huh. <laughs>
1: And he's a wonderful actor, too.
0: Yeah, Pull he is.
1: Off. If you've ever seen... He, I feel like he's kind of an actor's actor still. Like, he's just starting to become into, like, larger, uh, more mainstream roles. But I've been kind of watching him on the uh, the uh, like the film festival circuit for a while. I saw him in this movie called Take Shelter several years ago, which is amazing. Which is about this guy who has he, he just lives in middle America with his regular middle America family and he starts having like these apocalyptic visions of giant superstorms coming in Ooh. they may or may not be real and it's played very it, 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 the the film plays it off as you don't know if this is inside his mind or if he's actually having the vision like being given visions from something
2: else oh. and
1: so it it's a little bit about mental illness. It's about how it has an effect on the family. And it's, it's a fascinating movie. And he is just dead center of that performance. It's just so good.
0: He was, uh, by the way, general Zod in man of steel, Yeah. which, you know, um, that's not, I mean, it's not really his fault. No. Uh,
1: I have other th- things to blame for Man
0: of yeah, Steel. Yeah, there, there are lots of problems with Man there of Steel that have nothing to do him. with General Zod. So he was also General Zod's body in uh, Batman vs. Superman. And there are a lot more problems oh. than his performance as dead General Zod in Batman vs. <laughs> Superman. So
1: I wonder what his <laughs> pay rate was for being dead General Zod.
0: I don't, we
2: just need you to lie there. Just, just don't do Just you know. silence and cover his mouth. Uh. so one of the things that you were talking about tim is the fact that you know he is in his opinion he is doing what is completely right yeah and and so and we see a little glimpse into kind of the relationship that he has with like his general dude and you know like they talk about the fact that they've been working together for 13 years
0: which is unlucky
2: Right. Uh, so that's totally why he dies. Yes. Um,
0: <laughs> no, he dies because Richard Jenkins puts a two by four in his face. Yes. Also, Fishman. But right. anyway. Man, but,
1: but Richard Jenkins.
0: Two by yeah. four to the face.
2: <laughs> um. But so I would be curious because, like, they've obviously been working together, together for 13 years. Has that whole entire time been in sort of like this weird. Under the radar government stuff going on. And so, like, are there other facilities? And has he found other people that aren't fishmen, but something else? And,
0: oh, else? we have to assume yes. What else is out there that he's, he's been, a, he, uh, much like Hitler had people out hunting for, for, uh, for, for all sorts of religious artifacts, the United States government had this guy out there hunting for monsters. Mm. And this is the, this is the, you know, this is the dark, the dark reality, where the light reality is the monsters versus aliens, kind of, kind of <laughs> search for the for the monsters. There's there's one where they're looking for the monsters so they can kill them and vivisect them to use for sending people into space or something. I don't know. Anyway, and then there's the other one where they just keep them in a secure facility until they need them to fight aliens. Mm. So, I mean, they're, they're, they're
1: yeah,
0: alternate sides of the same coin. Yeah, really. <laughs> You're looking at me like I'm crazy. No, I'm not, Melissa. What else do you have to share with us before we get on to final thoughts?
1: Okay, Michael Stuhlbarg is in this movie, and boy, there's a guy who suddenly somebody decided he should have a career, and I'm very happy. He's
0: Hofstetter, it. right? Or Hofstetter? He's, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. He,
1: he is. He is commie dude.
0: And um, Sergey. Dimitri.
1: Dimitri. Dimitri. He's Bob. Right. He's not Bob. Bob. Not, Bob. Yeah.
0: not Bob. Don't call him no, Bob. He's not Bob. He's
1: not Bob. He's not Bob. But yeah, he was okay, of of all the movies nominated for best picture this year, he was in 3 of them.
0: What?
2: <laughs> what were the other ones he was in?
1: <laughs> um he was in wait, 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 wait. Did did
0: I No, you're right. It was 3. I read yeah. that too. I didn't, yeah. one of them was call me by your name.
1: One of them was call me by your name and the other one was um
0: see now i don't remember what it was uh, i read it but you I have one job
2: tim yeah but that's you have not my one job. job
0: yeah this is oh, melissa's the job post. Oh. he was in the post oh the post well, that oh, was, was he? a good movie he was too really good. Yeah,
1: he was. i did see that see, one actually the thing, i liked yeah, yeah. I don't know um he's also in doctor strange and he was also in the arrival and
0: hugo and Blue he was Jack. in hugo that's what i remembered him from yep. was
1: he was, uh, in, he was in uh trumbo he, he played edward g robinson and trumbo and
0: he was he's in Lincoln. Been, he's been around a while he's been around a doing while, good work but,
1: but like he's been rocking like five movies a year lately nice because uh, I, I guess he's hot as a as a character actor right now and uh, he, he came off of Broadway so he only recently started doing um, a lot of movies I think his first big role was a serious man which wasn't that long ago also, Coen Brothers.
0: Like- Coen Brothers. Oh, We've yeah. heard of them. We have. We've not done enough Coen Brothers films no, on this podcast. we need to do more. More Coen Brothers. More Coen
1: Brothers. Have we done any Coen Brothers? I
0: think we have. Ha- I think we, we have. We haven't
1: done Big Lebowski, have we?
0: No, probably not. Probably not. We need not. to find
1: somebody who's never seen Big Lebowski. Have you
2: seen Big Lebowski? Yes, I have. <sighs> um, yeah.
0: Okay. And it's not Barb. No,
2: it's not Barb. Okay, we'll find somebody. I mean, there's a lot of movies that I haven't seen, but I have seen The Big Lebowski, Big
0: and that's the problem. There's a lot of movies, lots of people haven't seen, but they've all seen <laughs> The Big, Big Lebowski. Lebowski.
1: But yeah, Michael Stuhlbarg uh, also studied as a mime under Marcel Marceau. He did.
2: Do you think? Do they have like mime schools? Yeah. I, I would be curious to would, know, like, how many people graduate every year from a mime school and what – How do you fail a mime course? <laughs> I mean, how would how you do fail? You how would mime. you pass? Like, do you fail if you talk <laughs> or – something i don't know but then i'd be interested to know like can you give me some percentage breakdowns as like who goes on to do what like yeah, i'm i'm going to go be a clown and hang out in the neighborhood and that's not creepy at all um or i'm going to take my mime degree on to broadway and take over the film world like it can happen I mean, well, like Michael Seldorag is showing right. us it can happen. Totally. I I I, I want to. How I wanna, many though?
1: I want to know if he and Doug Jones were talking shop about mime.
2: Oh God! In my mind, I have like this vision of them just like doing mime stuff, like being trapped in a box together, and just like having Octavia Spencer staring at them like, "Stop it." Ah! Just stop it.
1: What I want is like the, the backstage photo. Like Stuhlberg's sitting on the edge of the pool and Doug Jones is like waiting in there. And they're like ha- each eating a sandwich
2: <laughs> and having a conversation about mine. <laughs> One of them's got a cigarette in the other hand. I,
0: just, uh, <laughs> I need to make a brief observation at this point. Having looked through the history of a real education, we have gotten to the Goonies before we have gotten to a Coen Brothers film. So, well, that
1: is so wrong. That is. I, I we've, we've watched we've
0: watched almost all of Quentin Tarantino's library. We have not. Coen we Brothers. have not done a Coen we Brothers film. Oh still. dear, listeners, yeah. we will rectify we this soon.
1: We need to fix this. We need to fix
0: this. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my! All right. So um, anyway, back to uh, what? What else do you have there on your the oh, little I, list I there? A, it, it doesn't matter anymore because all that all that matters is that we somehow have made it this far <laughs> yeah, it without doing stop. a Coen Brothers film. Um, and mimes are
2: important. Kids <laughs> oh. go to mime school.
0: Yeah, you could be like Doug Jones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could, yeah, you you could p- get roles in films where you just sit in a chair and have makeup put on you for five hours, then you go and act. Three.
1: It was only three. Well, I'm, I'm
0: talking about other... It was v- six
1: for Abe Sabian.
0: Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure it was like five for the the fawn in pan's labyrinth i'm so just your, saying your just like I'm, I'm, a, I'm just saying a, a it could, uh, up to five uh, up to seven uh, <laughs> you could sit <laughs> in a chair for five days getting makeup applied for a two-minute scene <laughs> five days
1: five, five and days it's all because that of is, your mind
0: education that is that is what doug jones does for a living because he was educated as a mime <laughs> so with that i think it's time <laughs> for final thoughts
2: There was this very brief, like, <laughs> stare down between Tim and Melissa
0: happening, like... Ugh. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Barb, final thoughts on The Shape of Water. <laughs> um, <laughs> or mimes, whichever. Oh, God. See,
2: I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, another Del Toro film that... Uh, Will be a will be something that I will randomly be flipping around late at night, and it will eventually be on the TV, and then I will watch it and go to bed at three o'clock in the morning, and then kick myself the next day because I have to wake up in like two hours to go to work. But it'll still be worth it. It's
0: worth it. Melissa, final thoughts.
1: Okay, so you remember in the eighties those uh, McDonald's commercials of Mac Tonight?
0: I the do remember the eighties. <laughs> yeah,
1: giant moon
2: face. Yes, that was Doug, Jones. Doug Jones. What? That yes. was uh, Doug Jones. Oh my God! I knew that. <laughs> Doug Jones married.
0: That's how he got yeah, his I big break. He, was, yeah. he got his big break as yeah, as Mac Tonight. Mac Tonight
2: again. Also, it's the mime education. It is because he had a giant moon on his head. Yeah, yeah. And yet we still remember it.
0: Well, uh-huh.
1: possibly because he had a giant moon on his head. But also, also. Um, in publicity photos of just him, like, just being out and about as a human, uh, he often is seen wearing, like, a choker. Um, that choker is made out of Abe Sapien's eyeball.
0: Yeah.
1: The is from his costume.
0: Mm. He wears it as jewelry. Doug Jones wears his own eye around his neck.
2: I enjoy the fact that you clarified it from, you know, when he's not like, when he's dressed like a human. When he's dressed
1: like a human.
0: So, uh my final thought uh I, I, again i I really like the production di- design on this film, and uh, as we talked about, well, is this fish man related to the Abe sapien fishman and and no but but to me there there is some 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 sort of direction that this film shares with Dark City. so in my head, Canon, all of this is happening on the dark City spaceship. Oh yeah, spoiler yeah. Huh? Head cannon. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> That's my head cannon. That's my final thought.
1: Thank you, Tim.
0: We have. I think I we did not do it. I have anyway, expected that. Thank you. You're welcome. So uh, up next, we're going to look at another film that was nominated for Best Picture but did not win. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but I was rooting for it. But, you, but Melissa was rooting for it. We are going to watch Get Out. Yes. Get Out. And Barb will be back I will. with us yes. to watch Get Out. To see
2: my boyfriend direct.
0: All right. Your friend direct. All right. So thank you much uh, for listening, and we'll catch you next time. We hope you enjoyed our film fixation. We'll see you next time on A Real Education. Dee dee.